Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success the beyond should be so um it's uh as we record this i mean yeah we were not supposed to we're not supposed to timestamp podcasts and, and programs because they said that you what do they want, you, want them to be evergreen or something so that so it's always uh it can fit in and yeah whatever nothing but i mean it's valentine's day Right, this is Valentine's Day, okay, and um, and uh, I think all of our fans. Last week, I did get some messages. You know, they they were they wanted me to tell you their condolences about your, you know, about your brother. That's right, um, about your brother, and and uh, I I saw the picture. I, I'll I'll put it up when this ep- episode comes out of uh, of his casket because some people wanted to see what the casket. Oh, did I send like. it to you? Well, oh, I, I, I tweeted it. You took it off. Yeah, my- yeah, yeah. I didn't so take it off there yet. I am on Twitter, so that's fine. <laughs> but I'll, I'll share it. It's a very, it was a very fine hey, looking you know, uh, in, casket. In, today, hey, in today's world, I'm supposed to put that out there in my, in my Twitter followers will boom, right? Isn't that what they do? <laughs> Something. Footprint. I don't know. They'll re, they'll retweet it. You'll go viral. You know, maybe if we'd have put it to a TikTok, uh, on a TikTok video. Uh, that's with, that's Russian. That's Russian. Uh, Spyware? Spyware. I thought that was Chinese spyware. It's all the same. Chinese, it's, Russian, whichever, whoever. You know, it depends on your audience. You know, I'm fluid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, um, you know, here here we're talking uh, on Valentine's Day. And, you know, you and I, before we got on, we're discussing some affairs. It just weren't – it's just – it's – um, I guess I, I, I guess you put it pretty uh, pretty eloquently – the end can come at any time, so we That's might exactly just, right. That's might exactly just right. So live in the moment, so, live it up, and um, yes, I don't know. Did I talk about it last week at all? About, about your, that stuff? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, okay. yeah. We we so, ended it. We ended it with here. The, we're going to the funeral. Who knows what might happen? Right. Right. Okay. So I don't remember. So. So to 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 relapse, re, re, he's had some health issues. 
the last couple of years. And he made a conscious decision. You know, he had a spot on his lung, a spot on his pancreas. He had had two head surgeries in the last five years. He had made a conscious effort, decision to say, hey, I'm riding this thing out right here at my house, uh, smoking cigarettes and going to work every day. And because he got to work from home, he really only had to go in once or twice a week. Does that make sense? So the rest of the time he could sit there and, 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 you know, just, just work. Right. So, uh, as opposed to, Hey, we're going to have to do a biopsy on your, your lung, high biopsy on your pancreas. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do that. You're going to have to quit smoking. You're going to have to quit drinking where you're going to have to do, you know what I'm saying? And that just did not appeal to him whatsoever. Cause in the end result, ain't none of us getting out of here alive. Right. Amen. Amen. So, so he made a conscious decision to ride it into the ground and, uh, and, 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 you know, he went to bed and never woke up. So it worked out for him. And you know, what's funny, not really funny, but I had so many people come up to visitation that didn't know, you know, guys he worked with didn't know he was really, didn't know he was that sick. And then guys that he, he knew for years that said, Hey, we haven't seen him two or three years. And he come by the shop, uh, three weeks ago and spent two hours there. So I think in his mind, he, his affairs were settled. Does that make sense? Emotionally. He had said goodbye to a lot of people. You know, there were some people he had worked with years ago when he was, um, you know, uh, just doing odd jobs, uh, old guys that are in their 80s now. And he had called them and went out and visited with them. And and, and some of them are absolutely devastated uh, uh, because a couple of them he had just kept in contact all these years. And they just thought, you know, I don't know. So, but what I didn't like about the whole deal is. He had told a bunch of people, especially of the female persuasion. I mean, the biological female, not the new gals. He ran around with girls in the 80s and the 90s. So, you know, he knows what, that, hey, if I die, just come by and take what you want because I'll be gone. Yeah, what's he care, right? You know, hey, right. Cool. And on. you know what's funny is I said, I had one yesterday tell me, hey, I don't know how many keys there are to this front door because he told me only a few people had it. And he's rattled off six or seven, right? And I said, it doesn't matter. I changed it already. So me and my brother left. I changed the garage door code the first night, but I left the front door. And the next day, my brother says, I think somebody's been in here. Maybe two days later, my brother says, I think somebody's been in here. And I said, who would come up? You know who? So then we had we went ahead and changed the front front door, you know. But uh my public service announcement is get your shit in order, you people out there in, in listening land, right? Yep. All you got to do is do a short will or get a big chief tablet and a piece of paper and uh, be a, in, a, in a fat pencil and write something down and have it signed with a couple uh, witnesses or something. Because there's a lot of personalities involved and everybody will think they know what you wanted. And if they don't... Sometimes, you know, the, the winning person, it's kind of like government, right? What you want might not be what happens, no matter how hard you lobby. Or, there you go. Right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. next thing yeah. I would say is um, make sure you go put a transfer on death on your bank accounts or a signer so they can either access your money or, um, at least get it so it's just not sitting there forever. Mm -hmm. 
or in my case, just don't have any money. Right. I mean, well, you know, it's what's funny is. Yes, that's probably that's probably the best way to do it. See, I've been, I've been planning for my death for at least 30 years now. But in, in that, that case, but in that case, just go get a little ten thousand dollar policy or something. So everybody can't figure out, try to figure out what what. Uh, who's what paying happened? for what? You know what, what I mean? Have, Who's paying and what money? and what happened to all my fortune? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> oh man. Hey, and it's funny. <clears throat> you know, and as we get older, we're all like, you know, all of our parents and grandparents and stuff have, you know, have gone and, and we're all experiencing this at different times in our lives. And I heard a great um, you know, I'm a big fan of Mark Marin. You're not, you know, you know that. And he was talking to the actress Anna Gasteyer from Saturday Night Live today on right. uh, today's episode. And she was talking about how her parents are getting older and how she wished they would start, like you said, getting stuff a little more in order. And she talked about how her father-in-law, 85 years old, had sold his seven-bedroom house and went down to a 1,000-square-foot apartment. And she said, but the the great thing was, is they as a family got to go through this huge house with a lifetime full of his memories, his collections and stuff. And with him got to look at the stuff one more time, decide the few things that he wanted to take with him. And then he got to come to grips with them. Like, yeah, I, I, I this is where I bought that. This is where. I got that. This is, you know, these are these pictures from this trip or, you know, he got to relive all these great, happy memories with them and then kind of move on. And she said it was, it was great because it wasn't them as a grieving family having to go through all this stuff and not knowing what to do with it. He got to say what he wanted to do with it get rid of it, give it to, you know, if some, somebody wanted sure. something and she said, it was just great. She goes, because now he doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's all right. that stuff's gone. He's living in this little house. He's got his, his books on this. Oh yes. no. He actually, he had the biggest collection of literature on the Spanish American war in oh, the country. Everybody would want. And he donated it to his alma mater. He got to see what happened to that. And, and you know, and we and and as we discussed before, today is the anniversary of my old man dying. Valentine's Day, nineteen nineteen. Well, I don't think so. Uh, but nineteen ninety seven. Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety seven. No, six, seven. Yeah. So what's that make it? Uh, Twenty twenty five year anniversary. Twenty five year anniversary. Silver anniversary, isn't it? Yeah. My old man. He went to sleep on. On uh, Valentine's Day, my mom was out watching a movie in the living room and uh, came in and he was dead in the bed, you know. Well, so for, yeah. 49, 49 years old, 49 yeah. years old. And, um, and that's what hey, when I told my kids. It's funny you say that like that, because I told my well, my oldest boy, I made him brought him with me, you know, because he just enlisted in the Navy and he hadn't left yet. And, and he really didn't want to go. And I said, no, you're going to be a grown up. You know, you're going to be in the military. You need to see you know, what goes on, who knows one of these days you might be taking care of me. And, uh, 
and that's what I, and he's just, he, I remember he looked over at me and he, I said, what's wrong? And he said, well, I'm just kind of shocked, you know, cause he adored his uncle. My, you know, this mm-hmm. was the cool uncle, right? Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah. Sounded like, uh, it. and, uh, I said, Hey, you know, if you look at them old timers, especially in Hollywood or whatever, you know, when they were drinked and smoked their whole life, they died in their fifties. Right. Yeah. So I told him, I said, you live a life like that. You're going to die premature, probably in your fifties. So, you know, your that's, dad died at 49. I mean, that's just the way the old timers were, right? He was, yeah, he was a smoking, drinking, uh, riding a motorcycle, you know, eating a bologna sandwich with, uh, you know, <laughs> and eating a bag of chips every day. And, uh, I, you know what? I, I can't imagine my, my dad being an old man. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, hard well, that's for what me I to told imagine. That's what me and, my, me and my brother was saying. My brother, because I kind of was beating myself up a little bit, you know, because I skipped a day and a half to go check on him because of snow. And usually when I check on him and you couldn't find him, he's shacked up with some old gal somewhere hiding out, you know? So <laughs> what? I just, I, that's just look, a fact, right? I just three just weeks a, ago, yeah. my mom was hit a panic button and said, where's he? We'll go tell, go, we got to find him. And it was because he had his phone muted because he was out, you know, doing some covert ops. And, <laughs> and, uh, so, but, I, but, so my little brother said, hey, don't beat yourself up, dude. It's better, you know, if we'd have got there early and, and, and they would have saved him or something, he'd be over there at the hospital, plugged up to a bunch of machines. And that was completely what he was trying to avoid, right? Yeah. yeah. He went out the way he wanted to. Right. You know, right. My, my old man always told us, he goes, if you ever, he goes, if, very, if you guys ever try to put me in a home, he goes, you'll never see me again. Well, I, like, what are you talking? You know, and this is him talking in his forties. He's like, you'll, you know, you'll never see me again. He goes, I'll pack a bag and I'll crawl out the window and he goes, I'll disappear. He goes, he goes, I ain't going out sitting in a hospital bed waiting to die. And, um, you know, and then. And so what I want to tell, you know, the other thing I kind of want to talk to the li- our listeners about, because a lot of our listeners that listen to us, listen to the paranormal part of the podcast. And one of our, I found out last week, and this was a total shock that, um, one of our former guests, Brian from West Virginia, who came on to the paranormal part of the show and talked about UFOs and, and, uh, some Bigfoot on his property passed away last week 48 i think he's 48 years old 48 years old um you know listeners will know who bo kennedy of the bump podcast was and he let me know i mean we were bo- he was just shocked because he had talked to brian as recently as sunday and i told you you know brian had reached out to me a couple weeks ago to see how jason and i were feeling and then here he turns around and he passes away and we and in he was a huge, huge Howler fan. And, uh, um, and I had told him he had some funny, uh, West Virginia, um, highway or state police stories. And he, I said, well, you just wait, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you on and you can start telling them, you can tell them to the Howler and I, and I go, you know, who knows what tangent that might send the Howler off on. And, well, you know, that's right. And I, cause I told you, I, you know, my mom always said, uh, you you know she'd always that good Baptist there and say you better get 
uh, right with Lord because you don't know when he's coming or, or vice versa. And, and, and that's when I said, yeah, let's just talk about that because just my brother had about two thirds. He had everything up to death figured out. Does that make sense? Like he had put, yeah, he didn't, he didn't have, yeah, he didn't have uh, his casket picked out. He didn't have, you know his, what I mean? He had, but, yeah. but when it comes to the actual, where do you want to be buried? Well, I don't know. Does it really matter? I'm dead. Well, it doesn't matter to you right now, but I'm telling you between your mom and dad, it matters, right? Or with some of these crazy girlfriends, yours, it matters, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And you may not have been expecting it. I mean, like you said, it almost seems like he kind of knew and, yeah. but maybe he didn't know it was going to be, you know, last week, you know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah. And, and, uh, so and then the other thing is all these people wanted in his phone. They wanted to get into his phone. Well, yeah, these girls, that was their first question. You get in his phone because, you know, he sent me a picture. He wanted this or he wanted that. You know what I mean? And and um, I had mixed emotions. And then they were going, well, you know, all you got to do is bring the death certificate on the Apple store and they'll open it for you and all this other stuff. And I asked my little brother who's kind of been helped me with all this. I said, hey, what do you think? And he said, dude, I throw him in the river. Yeah, do you really want to get into his phone and find something? And I said, to... you know, I got his Apple username and password. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit down right here. This was day or two yesterday, I think, or two days. I'm getting my days mixed up. Sunday, because we had the funeral, so it had been yesterday. We had a funeral Saturday. We, I mean, we put he, actually put him in the ground on Saturday. And Sunday, with my brother sitting there, I signed in with my – because I had my brother – I get on my brother's past uh laptop anyway make a long story short i remotely deleted them and you apple users know what i'm talking about and i just conked them out man because i thought you know this dude had a password protected for a reason uh right yeah, yeah. i got i got fourteen thousand pictures on his computer and i'm not making that up of of other stuff we don't really need to see what's on his phone but I guess that's part of the closure that, you know, you have after a loss, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and then there was some, there was some people that had specific items they were looking for. Like you stuff know, they had given him or you yes, talking about like still one of them stuff was on a little, he, he was a tre- Trekkie and, and one of them had this little, um, like a Star Wars desktop thing. Um, the little, little, what's, what's it called? The Starship Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. The so, USS Enterprise. So there was whatever. a few of them that, that, that if they knew exactly, I mean, they told me exactly what they wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And I give it to them. I Cause you knew they, you knew it was, actually yes, I knew something. they, you know, and a lot of it was because they give it to them or, you know, one of them, he had these Star Trek Christmas lights and this gal wanted part of him because he 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 that was <laughs> that was um that meant so much to him you know what i mean he he, he certain things they wanted right so that so in other words she wanted that because that rem, was going to remind her of him right uh-huh yeah okay i got it yeah. i got it i mean and you, I mean, you're just, you hit the nail on the head though, man. you know, it's, it, it's, you gotta get, Miles just live every day till it's fullest. Cause 
let's face it, 51's too young to die. Uh-huh. 60, 61 now seems too young to die. And even 71 seems too young to die. You know? So, right. uh, I, you know, back when we were in our 20s, and uh, I I hardly even thought I would ever, it would, I didn't even know it would take forever to get to 50. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It Never takes thought, 50 years to get there. Yeah. And uh, like, oh, man, I, I got all kinds of time. Where'd that time go? <laughs> Where'd that right. time go? I feel the same way. I feel but, the same way. So, so maybe since this is, you know, this has been kind of a downer, maybe, maybe we should, <clears throat> maybe you should tell a funny, do you got a funny story for in honor of Brian? Brian's probably listening. Brian's probably doesn't even have to list, wait till the episode comes out. Now he's probably listening. Yeah, he's to probably it right listening now. right here. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I got, well, I just thought of one for this weekend, but I don't know if it's, it might be in poor taste. So let me, let me <laughs> think. When is that? When is that ever stopped? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly. Now we're out this, we're out there on this country cemetery out in a little town in Southeast Missouri. Okay. And if any of y'all ever been to Southeast Missouri, it's flat as a pool table as far as the eye can see. Right. Yeah. yeah and, sure. uh, you know, it was just old, you know, they farm a lot of rice, a lot of other, anyway, but, the, but they, now my dad was telling the story that, you know, he had, he had, Cause he kept telling everybody, well, you better wear some warm clothes. The coldest funeral I ever been to was down there when your mom's uncle died or grandma died or something. And, and they built this cemetery on the side of the hill. Cause it was the only thing that didn't flood right back in the old Make, days. Makes sense. You know? And he said the wind will blow and it'll be cold and ra- you know, it'll be 40 and rainy is what it's supposed to be. So anyhow, we're waiting. The first people there, we, we actually passed the, 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 the hearse had about 180 mile drive, 200 mile drive. Holy moly. Okay. Yeah. Cause we buried him down where my mom and her parents are buried as opposed to, you know, five miles away where my dad's family's buried, but that they see, and that goes in with the, you don't care, but there's people that do care. Yep. Right. Yep. So we were driving down the interstate and we decided we were going to leave. Um, I had some, some of my siblings and went down the night before my brother, my littlest brother was already there staying with my mom, but me and my truck driving brother, truck driving slash car dealer brother, we decided we were going to start. We just drive down in the morning and come back at night because mom's little house ain't big enough for all of us, you know, and so I had, uh, me and my brother. So I had my, my boy and my oldest boy, and my daughter in the back seat of my truck. I'm trying to think. Anyway, we get up in the morning, we go to meet my brother at commuter parking lot. And then I hadn't, I wasn't able to sleep. I didn't sleep good at all last week. And I certainly didn't sleep the night before we were going to bury my brother. So <clears throat> I wanted to drive through McDonald's to get the kids something to eat, you know. My brother was in the passenger seat. I was in the driver's seat. My two youngest kids were, or two oldest kids were in the back. And I told him, I, I said, I was really hoping you'd drive because I wanted to take a nap. And he said, well, here, I'll drive. So right there in the, in the drive-thru, I jumped around to the passenger side. 
and uh, we were driving. Of course, I didn't go to sleep. I ended up talking, but uh, we're driving down the interstate and way out in front, you know, how big flat spot you could see a hearse. And he goes, we're going to pass him right here and it as a kind of a joke. But then as we getting up and I said, dude, it's got to be him. Right. <laughs> so I made a little video. I put my I had to go through. I said, slow down so we can get the right music. And I had to get on my Cyrus until I had a little, you know, Tupac or something, California. I forgot what I had <laughs> on before passing. And we made a little video, right? And we laughed and cut it up. And I don't know, 40 hour later, we stopped so I could go pee. And uh, we get on the interstate. And dang, if we didn't come up to him again. But this time I said, really slow down and let's get it right. So I made a better video the second time, right? Passing him. And we're just joking. And we get down this little country town. And, uh, my boy wanted to buy, my boy said, well, you should have bought a, I should have brought my Bluetooth speaker because the funeral home offered to play music at the, at the, at the side of the cemetery and all that. And we just decided not to, cause you're going to have all these old people out there on a cold rainy day on the side of the hill. And I'd already told mom to tell the preacher to, we ain't going to, we don't want to be there all day. Make right? it quick. Make it if, quick. If, yes. Because, <laughs> you know, that's just fact of it we go we're gonna go to church after this and we can talk there if he wants to talk and uh of course so my son says i wish i had brought my bluetooth speaker and i said well hell there's dollar general right there at my mom's house we'll just buy one they ain't 20 bucks and he wanted to play the, the uh star wars theme you know what i mean done when we took him out of, out of the out of the hearse so as we're getting a dollar my brother says no she your mom mom's gonna flip out which would be my 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 son's grandma she won't let us you know she's already got no sense of humor on this whole deal and and danged if the hearse didn't pass us again and beat us to the cemetery so the two first two rigs in the cemetery was the hearse and then obviously the backhoe guys you know they were sitting over the truck and uh we were behind the hearse and it made a kind of a loop. It, it goes up this hill and loops back down. And we were about two thirds of the way back down the hill. It was the hearse. And then I was parked right behind it. And then we jump out to talk to the funeral home funeral director and the hearse driver, me and my brother did. And then my daughter and son want to jump out. My daughter had this skirt on. It was a tasteful skirt, but I told her to put pants on because it was going to be windy and rainy. And she said the best pair of pants she had, she wore to the visitation on Thursday and she didn't want to wear them on Saturday because people know she wore the same pants twice. I tried to explain to her they wouldn't because one thing people don't remember and oh, two things. There's only a select few people that's going to go to both because they're 180 miles apart, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're on a hillside and there was a SUV down by the grave diggers parked there and I realized that was my aunt. I said, go down there and get in her car if you're cold. Which she did. Then my brother went down there. And then I walked down there. And while I was standing there talking to my uncle, who's from southwest Missouri, which is probably why he asked this question, he said, Hey Jim, what's the, what's with all that what's with that cemetery down there in the flat? Now we're on this big hillside cemetery and right at the foot of the hill is a flat cemetery. I mean, it, 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 and you know, it's a separate cemetery because all, every single one of the headstones is exactly the same and it's on the level ground. And I said, you know, I would think it's because they're Catholic or black. And he goes, no way. And I said, yes way. It's because they're either Catholic or black. They got them in a separate section of the cemetery. 
And he said, they can't do that nowadays. And I said, I don't know what they can do or can't do, but back in the old days, they had a separate one. And I said, so he goes, well, are they Catholic or black? And I said, I would assume they're Catholic. And he goes, well, how do you know? And I said, they got them headstones. I said, the black guys, they didn't, you know what I mean? They were kind of on their own. And he's no way. So sure enough, when the grave diggers come around there, I said, hey, dude, what's the deal with things down there? And he said, well, that's the Catholics. I said, I told you. Now, that's a kind of a tasteless story, but that's the way the world is in some places still. Now, <laughs> what I started to laugh at, I told my uncle, I said, you don't know that because you're from southwest Missouri and there ain't no Catholics and there ain't no blacks. So you didn't even think like that. <laughs> oh, for goodness sakes. Yeah. So my poor dad. So, you know, we stand around and, and jaw as everybody gets there, you know, because some people hadn't seen any, uh, people in years. And, and finally, I had to say, hey, we, it's no good to give us lean on the preacher here to tell him hurry up if we're going to stand here and jaw for 30 minutes. So we got that fancy oak casket that didn't have any handles because they told me if they'd charge me more for handles and that I couldn't use them. And I said, do what? Yeah, the handles are just decorative. So I said, well, but they put a groove on the bottom to when you reach underneath to hold on to it. Ah, I got okay. you. And it wasn't much. I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was, it was tough there for a second. I had me and my two brothers, my, well, I had, hold on, let me see. It went, it went me in the front, my next brother to the right behind me, my next brother to his right, my son, you know, and then my two youngest brothers behind them. And, uh, uh, well, anyway, it was a lot more work than we thought it was going to be, but we got him up there and we got him in the ground and my dad wanted to stay until he was completely covered up. Right. He wanted to stay to the end. So I mean, through my, my two oldest brothers behind me, cause now I'm the oldest stayed with us. So there's three of us up there and everybody else went to the church to eat, you know, cause they had food. So we're standing there, and my uncle was with us, too. My dad's little brother was with us. We're standing there. And my, finally, my brother, my brother said, you need to go down and tell him, because the, the grave diggers are still sitting in this crew cab Chevy truck. My brother says, you need to go down and tell them guys to get on this stick. You know, they're waiting for us to leave to cover him up. So I had to go down and tell them guys, hey, you better get on it, they said, because otherwise we'll never get out of here. <laughs> and these guys are see you serious I said, yep well i'd screwed them up when i first pulled up there they were they were with the funeral director you know going over whatever they go over and i stepped out and i said hey because my brother my dead brother's big union man and i say we got a union steward in the coffin there in the in the hearse so i need everybody's union card you're gonna be asked to leave his job site <laughs> and it looked like, you know, these old boys looked like Larry, the cable guy and, and his two twin brothers. There was three of them and they had a, they had a full drive extended cab dually, not a four door dually extended cab dually. And they made one of these poor big guys in the back seat of that thing. And it was, he was so big. He had to sit sideways in the back. You know, he couldn't sit. So <laughs> and that just like makes sense. Why you make that poor guy like vaudeville thing. You know, in the old ones where they had like five, how many people got stuck in the car? Yeah. The clown car. The clown car, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like watching these old boys get out. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, man, the time we got to the church, it ate almost everything. I got I got one piece of leftover chicken. That's all I had, and a few little things. It was all, mashed potatoes were all gone. Great. They just they all ate without us. The principals <laughs> of the funeral, okay, the dad and 
and two of the oldest brothers, and they ate. They didn't even have any food for us. They ate without us. You'd have thought that they had, they had a, saved us something, or you at least know what made I mean? you at least made you'd, you plate, right? You'd have, you'd have thought, but nope. That's what kind of family we got right there. Uh well, hopefully you got all your affairs in order, <laughs> because you know, and maybe that should be at the top of it. Leave uh, leave whoever's left a plate. Make sure they get something to eat before I get in the ground. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Well, you know, I guess, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hope we didn't, um, just not, we don't have a whole audience out there. People crying. Well, and, I, uh, you know, I will leave on a funny note <laughs> because I started getting these little, I, you know, I started going over there every day after work. I worked a couple of days last week. Cause why not? You know, and, when I changed the lock and then the keypad, some of these gals, that's how I end up, they leave a little handwritten notes. Can you oh, please yeah. call? Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. With a yeah. phone number. Yes. Yeah, so then I'd be, so I never called any of them first. I give them, I had my, my truck driving brother cold call him. Cause he, you know, as a, as a former truck driver and current car salesman, he's better at, at cold calling and getting right to the facts. Right. So I would text him and he's like, Oh, you're kidding me. And I said, no, here's another one right here. And then he would, you know, the very first one I said, what do you think she looks like? And he goes, stand around there for 30 minutes and you'll find out. Cause I told her you're there and she's on her way. <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to report or not? No, I, you know, if, if, if there's a lot I'd like to talk about. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, we have made a pact not to talk about some of the real funny stuff. So, so. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so. on that note, on that note, let's hope that uh, let's hope that not between now and next episode, we don't have uh, we don't we don't have any more downer news. Yeah, anybody you know? else pass? Hey, that's right. Between. But when this episode comes out, Jason should be getting out of the hospital. So we got that to look forward to. So he's supposed to get out. He's supposed to get out the day this episode comes out. Well, I hope he makes it, man. I hope he makes it. So I, I hope he does too, man. Because um, you know we don't get paid enough to 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 be doing his job. That's right. And and doing and our own. <laughs> doing our own. And our own. That's right. Typical typical union production, right? Amen. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.